Good morning, Valley Church. Are you ready for the word of the Lord this morning? I have got a really big surprise and a treat for you this morning. You're going to hear the word about from about four, five, six, seven, eight different directions this morning. We have got a, a, a platform full of testimonies up here that I am so excited for these guys to have opportunity to share with you. Uh, it's kind of interesting how this, this all came about. Holy Spirit, I just love the way he directs things. Brandon and Danielle were in my office on Wednesday, and we were, we were talking, and, and, and I asked him, probably it's been, what, a couple months, two or three months ago, that, that this young man was baptized for the first time in his life. And it, it was a really, we have some amazing experiences up there. It was a really amazing experience, and I was recapping that as we were visiting in my office there. These guys, they're getting ready to get married. Well, congratulations. And we, we just started talking. I said, oh, man, Brandon, I remember your baptism. It kind of stood out to me because something very, very, very unique happened. He was baptized, felt the power of God up there. It's amazing what happens up there. He took off pretty quickly and went and got changed, got his clothes on, and he, and he threw his backpack on, and he came out, and I said, I believe, let us pray for you one more time. You up for that? And sure, sure, he stepped up there to get prayed for, and the power of God hit him, and he just tipped over onto his backpack and was teeter-tottering on his backpack there. On the <laughs> That's one of those things. But one of those fun stories, but at least fun for me. I'm not sure how fun it was for Brandon there, but uh, I was asking him because I, I remember that, that story in that situation. I said, anything, you know, when you make advances, when you take that next big step, a lot of times you will end up meeting some resistance afterwards. And so I said, Brandon, tell me, did you experience anything? Did the enemy come after you after you were baptized? And Danielle looked at him and she looked at me and she said, oh my goodness. So I'd say that's something that, you know, that we're ready for. We're ready for the advances of the enemy. When the enemy comes in like a flood, there's a standard that's set up. And God always wins. God always wins. So I really wanted these two. And Danielle, it's like, oh my goodness. I've told each of these, so we have eight of them. Told each of them I would like it if they would hold it to five minutes or less. So we've got 40 minutes of testimony going down the, down the row right here. Which... It says in, I just want to read a couple, I don't even have to read these scriptures to you, I suppose, but Revelation 12, 11 says, and they overcame the adversary, the enemy, the devil, by the blood of the lamb and the word of their testimony. So this morning, we're going to hear some of that overcoming testimony. Before I give the, the microphone to these two, I, I wanted to say one more thing about these other three amazing evangelist couples up here. Uh, Matt, Pastor Matthew, who's gone now, but is in charge of like all of the 
anytime first time visitors that fill out the card and he connects and hooks up and, and we try to have people at our home where we get a chance to to know them to meet them understand and know who they are and so all three of these couples were invited at the same time to our home and I was trying to describe to Matthew who they were and it's like well they're I said they're the gangbangers and he says, oh, I know instantly as soon as you said that. I know instantly who you're talking about. So uh, give me a break. I'm not done yet. So after about two or three times of saying that, I felt a real check in my spirit. It's like, this, we don't say that anymore because we have all become a new creation in Christ. So... The way that I started referring to them after that, so I'm redeeming myself here, guys, is the overcomers. Thought, you know, it would be almost appropriate to call them the three amigos, but that might sound racial. So we're going to go overcomers, huh? Uh-oh, you're looking at me mean, Reuben. <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. So the first thing, we're going to start with these two. I'm going to go from left, my left to right, stage right to left. So um, why don't you guys, each one of you, I'd like you to introduce yourselves. And we're go, we go women first. We're going to do it the right way. Ladies before gentlemen. So Danielle, let's hear a little bit about you, who you are, a little bit about you. And I just, I already shared with the rest of them, but I didn't get to see. You must have been late this morning. <laughs> All the time. All right. Yes. All right. Uh, as we really, we're really focusing on, we, we share a little bit of our past, but we don't glorify, we don't go too deep into the past, just a little bit about who we were and who we are through the blood of Jesus. So the overcomer part, I'm going to step behind you. All right. Hi, guys. Um, my name's Danielle, if you don't know me already. Um, yes, we are engaged. Um, he's a really great man, so thank you, Jesus, for that. Um, I have something no idea. That she was, something that she was really quick to say to me before when they said, yeah, you know, we, they come to church as a couple, they're engaged, and she says, but we do not live together. <laughs> We're yes. doing it right. It's like, I'll praise the Lord. Yes. <laughs> so I'm throwing that in. Yes, amen. Um, so, yeah. Uh, I just really have enjoyed watching my fiance um, give his heart to Jesus. And the whole time that we've been dating has been nonstop. Like, oh, you go to church? Okay, cool. Well, where's this church at? We actually started at River House, which is a fantastic church as well. And um, he just was watching and watching and was really open to the Lord. And it was amazing when he was like oh I just we started going here I want to get baptized and just really want to get serious with the Lord and that is something that you fall in love with even more than you were before so I really enjoyed that um and yeah I'm gonna give you the microphone because I'm done <laughs> Go for my it. name is Brandon um been going to this church now for about a year um and my pastor Lynn said I got baptized on Easter Sunday Yeah. Yeah. Can I share my testimony? Yeah, sure. Share your testimony okay. without going too deep into the really, you know, some of the really old stuff. But yes, <laughs> yes. 
your testimony and then about the experience in your room. Okay. Um, so since then, I've been hit um, little and little here and there by the enemy, but nothing like this. About a month ago, um, I was talking to my dad. He lives down in Vegas, so him and I don't get to see each other that much. Um, so we talk regularly, weekly, and he was going through some hard times at the time. Um, so once I got off the phone with him, I picked up the phone again and called Danielle, um, and we shared about what was going on, and she said, we need a prayer of your dad. So we went into prayer. We prayed for about 20, 30 minutes. Um, and then once we got off the phone, I was getting ready for bed, and I was just laying in my bed, and I turned over to my stomach to go to sleep, and I had my hands underneath my pillow. Um, so then I went to adjust, but as I went to adjust, I felt paralyzed. I could not move. Um, I went to move my legs, nothing. Went to jerk my arms, nothing. Um, I was able to open my eyes, and I went to lift my head, and I couldn't. Um, in my head, I'm like, what's going on? Um, help. And then I went to even talk. I don't know who thinks out loud when they're by themselves like I do. Um, but I couldn't even get any words out. And I'm sitting there, and as I couldn't get any words out, this probably went on for about two minutes, but I felt like 20. Um, I just began to cry. In my head, I was able to come up with all the words in my head, but I couldn't get them out. Um, and finally... In my head, I was just like, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. And then I was able to shout out help. And as I was able to shout out help, I felt my body just come back. All my muscles come back. I was able to turn around. As soon as I turned around, thank you, um, I sat up. And when I'm in my house by myself and my kids aren't home, my house is just completely dark. Um, so my bedroom my bed faces my doorway that leads into my living room. So as I turned around and sat up, uh, my living room just blew up in light, a very strong light. And inside my bedroom, I saw a figure. Um, all I could make out was a white gown and um, around off the side of his head and body was just like the rays of sunshine just going through him. Um, I couldn't make anything out but that white gown and it immediately started dimming that light, and I went to rub my eyes. When I rubbed my eyes, the light was gone, but I was able to move. I immediately got out of bed and turned on the light in the living room, and there was nothing there no more. Um, but then I immediately, this happened like 10 minutes after Danielle and I just got off the phone. Um, and just called her, uh, and she was like, whoa. She's like, welcome to my world. Yeah. <laughs> and and yeah. me, I felt peace. Um, after I saw that light and come through, I immediately felt happiness. I wasn't scared no more because I wasn't that scared ever in my life. Um, and again, I was just crying. And so when I was calling her, she, after she said that, we just hopped back into prayer, but I just felt like peace. And I have a lava lamp, or uh, the yeah, salt rock that she got me, so I turned that on for the rest of the night. <laughs> so I'm gonna keep this on. Um, but yeah, after that, um, I haven't felt no more, but even on the way over here, um, I knew I was going to share today, but my tongue began to swell, and like it hurt. And I was like, am I even going to be able to get up here and talk in front of everybody and to share? And during worship, I was just back there praying. And in the name of Jesus, my, my tongue is not hurting. It's not swollen. I was able to share. So even the enemy didn't want me to share that. So um, in the name of Jesus, I just, you know, he, he could heal all, and he does heal all. So there's my testimony. Thank you. One more thing. It's like 
when we are delivered and when we are set free and when we've been in the depths of it, sometimes he really, really hates to let go. So I wanted you to share just briefly without going too deep into what your past, what your history was. So we shared the really good stuff first. I was hoping to build to the really good stuff, but we got the really good stuff. Share where you came from just a little bit. We don't need to. So I moved here about almost 12 years next month from Southern California. Um, And during that span in Southern California, um, grew up in a good neighborhood, but then I just turned to the worst field to the left side. Started getting involved with gangs. I was never, um, I was just affiliated with um, some gangs down there. And, but I did a lot of uh, drug running and going to the border and doing the bad stuff. I've seen a lot of bad things, done a lot of bad things. Um, but moved, I felt the presence um, of Jesus. I wanted me to move up here and get away. I, I got an invitation from my sister who lived up here for quite a while um, to move up here. I've OD'd few times I was pronounced dead I was literally dead for about five minutes I was told um, but and then I got an adrenaline shot to my heart but even after that I mean it took a minute for me to come to um, so I believe that was Jesus as well he has great plans for me I believe I'm still trying to figure out those plans um, but since then yeah no, 12 years clean uh, August 12th Thank you. Um, and so, yeah, I, I just want to put the word of God into others. Um, and I believe this church is the way um, definitely to help me do that. Um, I feel very at home with everybody here. And you guys are very welcoming. Um, ever since we started here about a year ago, I mean, I've got to know almost just about everyone here. So it's amazing. Um, yeah, that's a little bit of my story. guy just looks like Mr. Clean anyway. It's like, oh, it's like, now, come on, where's the, where, you know. I yesterday. <laughs> Isn't that awesome? Isn't that awesome? One more time. God's so good. And I would affirm, he does have big plans for you, my friend. You guys, as a, as a couple, and each one of these couples up here, we're lined with power couples right here. And this young lady just completed her first year of VSSM. And we've probably watched her grow up since about, about that high. So I would go ahead. Okay. Hi, I'm Priscilla. Um, I'm married. So my, I'm Priscilla Garcia, but my, <laughs> I'm a Reina. This is my husband. Um, um, so I, I have so much to share, but I guess my main testimony for me is getting saved, um, in 2012. So we've been saved, I've been saved about nine years now. And, um, I just, the Lord has just been so like gracious to me. Like I've just come to know his love in such an amazing way. Before I came to know Jesus, I was a young just a young girl who, you know, I didn't really have any love. I didn't really have any respect. Like, I didn't know how to love my children. If anything, I more pushed my daughter away because I didn't know how to, you know, love her. Like, and so I 
smoked a lot of weed, I drank, I'd party. Um, and then I went to a conference and I just, the Lord touched my heart in one night, literally one night to the next. Like I know some people it takes months and years to feel the Holy Spirit, but literally from one day to the next, the Lord just touched my heart. And I remember being broken at the altar and I've always known of God, but I never really knew his love and his presence until that night. And, you know, I served him really well and really faithfully for like five years, and then we backslid. And during that backslide, it was the worst time of my life. Um, it was really, really bad. And me and my husband, my biggest testimony is our marriage. Like, we were going to divorce. Um, I didn't want nothing to do with him. I, in my head, I would say I hated him. I hated him so much. I didn't want to be with him. I didn't ever want to see him. I didn't want to live, be with him. Like, nothing. I just, I, we were done. And again, the Lord came through and he just, he opened doors and he just totally restored my marriage. Like it took time. It took a lot of time, it took a lot of uh, nights that I cried. And I, I just, I was confused. I didn't know what God was doing. I didn't want to forgive, but in my heart, I loved my husband. So I fought every day. I fought and I fought and I cried on my knees, not knowing what tomorrow was going to hold. But every day we got stronger and stronger and stronger and stronger. And, you know, Renee offered VSSM to me last year and she just shared the program with me. And I was like all in. I was so hungry at the moment. God comes at just the right time. He knows when you are in need, like Pastor Rich says, he knows what you're in need of, where you're at. He has this saying, and it's on point. Like, he knew where I was at and what I needed. And, um, like, VSSM was just at the right time. And just the, that school, the school of VSSM, this church, God just put us in a new season, me and my husband. And I thank the Lord for it so much because I feel so much freedom. And I feel like me and my husband are in a new place together. We're growing in new ways together. And we're learning just how to even love God in a new way. In a new way, you know, for ourselves. And we just, we love this church. We love you guys. It's been amazing. And we're so excited for this new season. And um, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I have a lot I could share, but that's pretty much my testimony that's really dear to my heart is my marriage and just how God restored my marriage and how God has taught me to be a loving mother. I wasn't a loving mother. And now just looking at my kids just melts my heart. Like I can just stare at them for hours and be like, oh my gosh, you're so cute. Like, <laughs> and my daughter, like she comes and she lays on my lap and she says, mom, scratch my arm, scratch my head. And, you know, before I was pushing her away, like, get off me, don't sit by me, go over there. Like, and now I'm like, please come sit by me like and we I just I'm so grateful to the Lord I just I'm so grateful and um yeah his love is just overwhelming it's overwhelming the other night I was in my house and I was just gracefully broken just just broken because his love is just he just showed me like he just gave me a day where he just flashbacks just reminds like just gratefulness just poured, poured into my house. And I was just broken singing that song that Christy sings. 
your name is like honey on my lips. And I was just in my living room just praising him broken. But his love is so amazing, and he loves all of us like that. Every single one of you are a child of God, and he loves you so, so much. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Pastor and, Lynn. And, uh, yeah. and he doesn't give up on us. He doesn't give up on us. He's a God of second chances and third chances. And when we know, understand, and believe that who we are and who we're called to be, which is one of the big things that you were really learning in VSSM or sharing, it's like your identity in Christ. It's like, you know what? The slate is wiped clean. She's talking about five years later, she went back to some of the things, but the enemy will come in and try to tell you, you can't do this. Who do you think you are to even try to go back into, into church? But the reality is, the slate is wiped clean. He is the God who has the ability to completely forget. And he would say, what? What sin? When you've asked forgiveness, you have been forgiven. The slate's wiped clean. And it's a, you don't have to start back at the beginning. You start right where you tripped and fell. Reuben. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. My name is Reuben. This is my wife. Amen. Just a little testimony about myself. You know, I, I was just a lost individual. I had nothing, no hope, nothing. I didn't believe in God. I used to think coming to church and being a Christian was a sign of weakness. You know, went to prison when I was 17 years old till I was 26, did eight years, and all I knew was how to do that. When I got out, I figured the life I was going to live was to be the rest of my life in prison. But God had a plan for me. All those years in prison, all those years on the streets, God had a plan for me. You know, he never, he never let me fall. He never let me die. You know, he never let me, you know, OD on drugs. He, never, he always kept me safe, even though I had to go through that season. And he just, he called me by name, and I got saved in 2011. And God used my wife, because I, I used to think Christianity was weak. He used my wife to kind of come into the church and, and just tell me little things, because I used to think it was weak. And, and God, once you feel the presence of God, and once, once, you, once you get the touch from Jesus, it's over. There ain't no turning back. That's it. You know, it, does, it doesn't matter how hard you are. It doesn't matter what kind of gang member you are. It doesn't matter what you're going on, what's going on at home between you and your spouse or, you know, those times where you're like, oh, I'm not going to go to church or, you know, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. Well, you need to come because Jesus is calling you. Amen. Don't run from that calling because I ran from that calling in my whole life. Even though I didn't know Christ, he knew me and he knew what he was going to do in me. Amen. And my brother's here. I mean... It was a package deal here, so I'm just kidding. <laughs> my brother, I did time with all these guys in prison. This was my celly in prison. Crazy, huh? Only God can do something like this. I was in prison with all these guys in a maximum security institution. You know, the worst of the worst in Idaho. We were in prison together, and look what God can do. If God can do it for us, God can do it for anybody out there. <laughs> and it, does, it doesn't matter... Amen. Amen. Give him glory. Amen. Give him glory. Come on. Yeah, Jesus. That's right. Give him glory. Thank you, Lord. Yes, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. And it doesn't matter what kind of background you come from. God knows any kind of background. Whatever it is that you guys are going through, I'm not saying you guys are going through anything, but if there's something going on, it's try him. Try Jesus. Amen. Get involved. Get involved in the fire starters. Get involved in the classes. Get involved in what's going on and watch what he does. He'll restore. He'll heal. Any situation that you ever had, come on. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you. 
Um, Sip is supposed to be women first. Oh. I'm not sure what you're saying here, Greg, but. We, we, let, we let him lead. <laughs> um, my name is Vanessa, and I'm not a gangbanger. No. <laughs> no, I just, I, I, if I can be transparent, I didn't want to share today because I'm like, I told my husband and my friends, I'm like, I don't have a testimony to share. Nothing, nothing crazy, nothing. But then God remind me, you, ha you are a miracle. Um, gosh, I'm not a crier. Those who know me, I'm not a crier. But every time I get behind this thing, I cry. <laughs> um, I came from, like, I don't want to do it, but mine starts when I was young. I came from a family of women who were married several times. That was okay. And they were pregnant early, 15, 16. So I was pregnant early, like 16 years old. I started I started doing, you know, just what I I was taught to do everything that you could see as a child that they're not supposed to see, I seen. Um, my mom was a heroin addict, meth addict. My dad was a drug dealer. So I never got into drugs because I seen what it did to me as a child. Um, but I carried generational curses that they passed on to me, which I didn't realize. So I, start, I had my daughter young. I had a second kid by 18. I had a third kid by 23, <laughs> two different men. Um, I got married, divorced. Uh, I think I was married about two months. Um, and then, I, I don't know, there was one, I went to church. And I didn't really know about God. Um, and when I went to church, I remember the pastor saying, you know, if you want God to change, I didn't even know what generational curses meant, but he said, if you want God to change your bloodline, I want you to come up here. So I went up there, and I didn't know. I've never felt God before, but God was with me when I was younger. He knew that I was going to be the start of a break of a generational curse. Yeah. And so I everybody gets these promises, and I remember God clearly. I remember I heard his voice. I didn't understand it. He said, I'm going to break the generational curse. You know, it's not too late. And... You know, today I was reminded we haven't been able to get my kids to come, and my daughter's 20, going to be 21 now, and she's here for the first time. <laughs> oh, so, yes. I was like, hey. you know, because they're older. But God just reminded me this morning I do have a testimony. I'm a miracle. I'm the first of many, like, I, I set the way, I paved the way for my children. I'm showing them God. I was the first to graduate high school. None of my family's at graduate high school. First to graduate college. Yeah. Now my daughter's graduating high school. My son graduated high So they're just going. So I have a lot to be thankful for. Um, and it was all God. And now I have a marriage. We, I mean, it's not a long time compared to a lot of people, but we're going on five years. For me, that's a big thing. And I'm blessed. And I just thank God. And I'm grateful this morning. And you've all been, oh, Pastor Renee, you've been so great. I'm just like, oh, these people love us. They're not looking at us like we're weird. <laughs> you know, so it's been great. And I thank you all. We love you. And Pastor Lynn, thank you for allowing us to share our testimony and reminding me that I do have a testimony. Yes. Um, thank you. Hallelujah. Um, my name is Brother Greg Esparza, and first I want to give all glory to God. Um, I'm, I'm rooted by His grace and His love and His mercy. But not too long ago, um, you're looking at a, a high school dropout. Um, not too long ago, you're looking at a person, and I'm not trying to glorify my past. I'm just trying to let you know the goodness and the mercy of our God and how long His arm is of redemption, how long it really is uh, I co-founded a gang here in Idaho that led to, to many, 
to many destructive lives. Um, um, many, many people died, and I was a part of that. Um, you're, not too long ago, you're looking at a person who, was, who had a 25-year addiction to methamphetamines, and I had no hope. I had no hope. I had, I had zero hope. Not too long ago, you're looking at a person, this is what hurts me the most. I'm going to need some tissue. Is <laughs> I embarrass my mother. And I say my mother because I was so much in darkness that, that part of the, the gangs that we were, we were part of, my family was responsible for selling the drugs. And I mean that in every way. The only one that wasn't involved was my mom. My, my father was involved. Talk about generational curses. So you're, not too long ago, that, that's who I was. You know, the state, they, they, they labeled me dangerous. You know, the community labeled me a menace. Um, my family, they just labeled me a loser, man. Not too long ago. But what I forgot to do, what they forgot to do, was check with my spiritual father. <laughs> they forgot to check with my spiritual father. Because he, he labeled me healed. He labeled me saved. He labeled me free. He labeled me a father. He labeled me a good son. He labeled me a good brother. And God said all that to me in my darkest time. You see, in 2016, I lost my mom. She passed away to breast cancer. And I was on my knees on her deathbed, man. I was, I was crying to the Lord. And I was telling him, please, mom, don't, um, please, Lord, don't take her. I'm nothing without her. If you take her, I will surely, I will surely end my life in prison. And God took her. But that was the greatest thing he could have ever have done for me. When you're at your weakest, he will make you the strongest. You see, when my mom, when my mom closed her eyes, my eyes opened. When she took her last breath, the Lord breathed into me. Wow. You see, she made me a wow. promise. And remember, I broke every promise I had to my mom, every one. She said, keep going to church. Promise me you'll keep going to church. And I said, okay, mom, I will. I mean, what, what are you going to say? I said, I'll go to church. And by the grace of God, see, that promise led me into God's promise. And I've never looked back. And since then, I've been married for five years. I've been sober for 11 years. I haven't seen prison in over six, seven years. I am a father. I'm a responsible man. I'm a good brother. And it's all because of God. Put God first in everything you do. And seek his righteousness, and all things will be added to you. Amen. How do I go next after that? <laughs> um, so my name's Ali. This is my husband. Um, we're usually the criers of the group, that's for sure. Um, but uh, I guess my story starts, you know, I think I found God fairly early on um, at a church that I went to with um, the father of my son. Um, but I think after going there and feeling him for the first time, 
I got church hurt is what we call it. And the people hurt me that were supposed to be there for me and guide me through all this. And I was a young mother um, by myself, uh, met my husband when I was, when my son was six months old, he's 13 now. Um, and it just, he introduced me to things that I'd never seen before. Um, drugs, drug dealing, gang, gang banging. Um, uh, just, I thought I'd been part of that in Nampa, but he brought a whole new world to my world. Um, and I just, I did so many things that I, I should have never put me and my son through. Um, I never touched the stuff, but, um, I was allowing him to be around me doing it. And for a long time, I just hated him. I had so much hate in my heart. Um, he ended up catching, I met him while he was in prison. Um, he got out, we got, we were together. He said he was clean for a year. Um, I didn't know he had started using, um, and still I stuck by him. Um, he ended up catching a new charge and going back in 2010. Um, and we thought he would do like six months and he'd be out and we'd start our real family. Um, he ended up doing three or four years. I stuck by him. I didn't know why. I didn't know who was giving me the strength. Um, I was basically a single mom raising a little boy, um, but he promised me, you know, with God at the center, we're going to get past this. I'm going to leave the gang stuff. I'm going to leave the drugs and we're going to, you know, we're going to do this. And so he got out, he went to church. I was, I was like, uh, I'm not really into all that. You know, I didn't want to get hurt again. Um, and then in 2019, we went through a really hard time. We were partying all the time. Um, every weekend, my son was up with us till, you know, two, three in the morning. And that's what we were showing him was okay. Drinking, smoking, doing everything. And finally, I was just tired of it. And my husband went back to church and I was still scared. But God kept showing me he was still there. He was showing me through the things that he was doing, like, I've never left you. Um, then we started in 2019, started doing like a home church thing. We just got together and we filled our house up in our driveway and we just prayed together. And it was the most amazing thing we've ever done. And then we start, I started going with them to church and that's it from there. <laughs> it's been amazing. God is good. And even when you don't think he's there, he's there. Amen. I'm pretty lucky, huh? Um, my name's Kiki. Um, I grew up, um, my dad, my dad, he left, he got deported actually, and he went to Tijuana when I was young, and, and my mom, she was a drug dealer at the time, and then as we grew up, grew up, I grew up in a neighborhood, I'm from San Diego, and so the neighborhood I grew up in wasn't the best, and the environment I was was growing up and I thought it was normal to do the things I was doing and when I was about 12 13 my mom had gave her life to God at that time and I I, I couldn't stand it because she would make me go to church and I was already doing drugs and stuff and I got so caught up in um this image of gang banging and 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 running the streets and dealing drugs 
that, that, I, that I was hurting my mom, just like my brother, you know? And I remember I used to sit in my room and I could hear her praying through the walls. She would be praying, God, just please, just bless my son. Just take my son. Take his heart. And for years, I ran from it. I started, like I said, drugs, in and out of jail. Um, and then I started getting into real crime. And finally, my mom got scared. And she was like, you're going to Idaho? I had a family there. She was like, you're going to Idaho? And you're never getting in trouble again. And I was like, I'm not going to Idaho. <laughs> She's like, you're going to Idaho or you're going to go to, you're going to, go to prison for life like, or you're going to die. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to go. Let's go. I'm, I'm, going to, I'm going to do this for you, Mom. And I, I get here and then I meet these guys. <laughs> and uh, now I got here and um, our friends, you know, I started hanging out with the same lifestyle that I was trying to get away from. My mom wanted me to get away from I went to prison, and I thought that was it. I was like, this is going to be my life, right? This is where I'm going to be stuck at forever. I'm never going to be able to get away from this lifestyle. And I, I met my, my mom died. My mom died when I was in prison. And I, I couldn't go to her funeral, and I remember it ate at me. But I, but I couldn't show emotion then, right? So I had to just bottle that up. And what it did was it caused more anger in my heart towards God. It caused more anger in my heart towards the people around me. And it made my heart colder and colder and colder. So fast forward a few years and, and I'm back in prison. I went back to prison. She's staying by my side. I don't know why, but she did, thank God. And uh, I meet this man, this old guy, he was doing life in prison, one of the most amazing hearts I ever met, doing life in prison for bank robbers, robberies back in the day, and, and he started talk, telling me about the gospel, started telling me about Jesus, and I lost a bet to him. He bet me on a football thing just to make me go to his Bible study, <laughs> and I lost, and it was the best, I actually won that bet, because God reminded me of what he had given to me. He gave me my wife. He gave me my son. He gave me my life back that I didn't deserve. Come on. He gave me my freedom back. I've been clean ever since. Come on. Oh, I haven't touched heroin or meth since I got out clean. Man. And uh, he just delivered me. And what's crazy is I used to do music, and now I remember when I started doing music for God, I said, all right, God, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give my whole talent. I'm going to give it all to you and just show me, God, to show me that I'm doing the right thing. And the last year, we have been traveling so much, just <laughs> ministering the gospel and doing music and sharing our lives and our testimony. And... Um, just to be able to see people be saved and baptized and, and all these things that, that the only thing I ever introduced to anybody before was, was, was drugs and violence. And, and now I get to introduce them to Jesus. Jesus is using me. Come on, somebody. But, you done? Okay. I think we're ready to... Uh, this...
song ready if you want me to do it right now. Yeah, I don't know if if you shared with them that that's what you do. You travel around and you sing and you've written songs and he's been on, I've seen some, he's been on some big stages and some amazing shows that this this guy's done and been a part of and now we got him right here at Valley. So I said, let's do it. Let's, right now? Okay. All right. Uh, I'm going to get up here the little thing's going to fall off. All right. Jesus, hallelujah. This song is actually called My Mama's Prayers. Um, Holy Spirit, have your way. Lord Jesus, I just ask right now, God, that you remove me, God. That these words are for you, God. They were written by you and not by me, Lord God. And I ask that they use this time, God, to touch somebody's heart. Lord Jesus, I thank you, God, for my salvation and everything you've done in my life. Hallelujah. Amen. Yes. Look, I was lost in the world, in and out the system Convicted felon, gang member with a drug addiction No future, just a menace to society Broken heart from everyone that left and lied to me Couldn't love anyone till I loved myself Heart full of hate, gave it to God, now I love myself See, he pulled me from my life of living hell Set me free from the streets and prison cells Hit my knees to show thanks and give them praise I'm a product of a worried mom that prays So as I go through my trials and I get tempted, I bow my head yes cause that's my weapon look you delivered me and made me hope so i'ma tell the whole world how you save my soul come on hey i'ma tell the whole world how you save my soul come on i'm a product of my mama's prayers yeah she the reason that I found my savior, yeah Went from lockdown in the penitentiary Never thought that I could be set free My God, he's a God who saves, yeah My God, yeah, he breaks chains, yeah My God, yeah, there ain't no other I'm a product of a praying mother I was lost in the head, no one to run to Just needed Christ all along is what it comes to Tattoos, shackles, and a prison number My mama died before I got the chance to prove I love her Heartbroken and out the system through birthdays, holidays, behind bars, I missed them. God called me, I tried to dodge that. He had a calling in my life, I couldn't stop that. Now I just want to praise you, God. Spend time with you daily, I'm so thankful, God. One more time, listen. I just want to praise you, God. Spend time with you daily, I'm so thankful, God. I'm a product of my mama's prayers, yeah. Hey, she the reason that I found my savior, yeah. Went from lockdown in the penitentiary. Never thought that I could be set free. My God, yeah, he breaks chains, yeah. My God, yeah, he breaks chains, yeah. My God, yeah, there ain't no other. I'm a product of a praying mother. Come on. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name, God bless you, God. I'm going to give you the microphone. I just feel so strongly that Vanessa and this team needs to pray for all of us to break off generational curses. And I just feel that there's anointing on that today. So if you would just stand, I just want the Holy Spirit. You guys, we are in the middle of a huge revival. I just felt like the cities are going to hear these testimonies. Caldwell, Nampa, Boise, Meridian, Eagle. Lord, I thank you, Lord. It's coming, the revival of the Lord. So, Vanessa, I just want you to just go boldly and just break off those curses. Okay. 
Okay, that's funny because I don't like doing this. <laughs> I don't like the mic. I really don't. Okay. But I know God put it in my heart for a reason. And I am a product of, I, I've seen it. I'm a miracle. I've seen it work, and it works um, if you listen to God. So you just want me to lead in prayer? Okay. Father God, we ask for your spirit this morning, God. And I ask, God, that you touch the ones, God, who are aware or maybe unaware. That you dig deep inside them, God, and ask them to be honest with themselves. Whatever generational curses that they have on their family, God, you set them free, God. You set their heart free. Search their hearts. Clean it, God. Allow them to confess, God. Allow them to see what it is that you want to do and restore, God. I pray that strongholds will be broken this morning. I pray that lives will be restored, that spirits will be restored and uplifted and renewed today, God. I pray, God, that they walk in their power, that they claim it, that they own it. Devil, you have no authority. You will not shame us any longer. We are not afraid. It doesn't matter what you, where you came from, what you've been through. You are a child of God, and I pray that God fills you with that spirit this morning. I pray that he fills you with that boldness to break those curses. I pray that he gives you the courage to wake up every day and know that it's a new day and that you are loved and you are praised and you are beautiful in God's eyes. And I pray, God, that you would just bring peace all over this place, God, that you would get, begin to restore and love on and just bring happiness today. I'm so filled with joy, God, and I pray that I could be an open vessel for women who don't have no hope like I didn't, God. Women who had children too young, God. I pray, God, that we could just be an army of women who lift each other up, God, and continue to move forward and continue to pray and just love on other women, God. We pray this in your name, God. Amen. Priscilla, I think you should pray for all the mothers. Father, I just thank you this morning, God, for every woman in this place, God. I thank you for, Lord, just every child, my God, that you've, that you've birthed in this world, God. And I just lift up any mother that is pregnant or that doesn't know how to love their children. Lord, I pray that you would remind them, Lord, of how special they are to you, God. Because the mother is a, such a blessing and she's so precious to you, Lord. I pray that you would plant that spirit of, of, of value and worthiness in her heart. I pray that she would learn how to look to you, God. I thank you that you love your women and your daughters so much, Jesus. I thank you that there's going to be a revival, God. Lord, that you're going to shut the mouth of the enemy that is in their ear and that they're going to start to hear your voice, Lord. I thank you, Jesus, that they are going to feel your presence so strongly in these next years, God. I thank you, Lord God, that there's going to be such a joy and a happiness and a gratefulness, my God, for the child that you are just conceiving in their, in their stomachs for the children that are born. I thank you, Lord God, that they're just going to 
that mothers are going to learn how to love on their children, God, that mothers are going to learn how to show affection, my God, that mothers are going to learn how to draw near to their children and not push them away, Lord God. I thank you, Jesus, just for the, the passion and just the overwhelming loving spirit that you're going to pour into your women, God, this morning and for the rest of the years that are coming, Lord. I thank you, Lord. I strongly believe that you're going to do an amazing thing, God, that you're going to just, God, open doors, God, to these young children. I pray for any child that is just, that is confused, that is hurting, that is going through something that nobody knows. Sometimes things go on behind closed doors that we can't see, God, but you can see, Lord God. You see everything, Jesus. And I just ask that you would comfort every child going through something right now in Jesus' name that they would feel your love, your overwhelming love, that they would just feel a peace that they don't even know, but when that they grow older, they're going to know that it's you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I just pray, Holy Spirit, just reign in their homes, reign in their hearts, reign in the family, Lord God, and let your will be done, Jesus, because we know that everything belongs to you, Lord. Everything belongs to you. Every child belongs to you, every mother, and I just thank you. I thank you for what you're doing. Thank you, Lord. You're so beautiful. You're so amazing. You're so gracious. You're so kind. You're a miracle-working Father. We just thank you. We thank you. We thank you, and we love you so much, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you. Yeah. Don't give you that mic anymore. I'm thinking I'm thinking one more time for you. Thinking that, you know any of the of the curses and the attacks of the enemy when you're an overcomer, you have the authority to recognize and to speak into and to break off. So two things I'm thinking for you Brandon, the the attacks that come in the night, that you speak into that, over that, you break that off the of the people because you're not the only one that's experienced something like that, I know for sure. And, uh, and I pray that to, that to break the chains and spirit of addiction. Lord, I just want to pray over everyone in this room and everyone outside this room right now, Jesus, that you break off that addiction. Anyone who's struggling with addiction, Lord, that they can find you, Lord, that they know you and they love you, that they want to give their heart to you, Jesus. Anyone and everyone who has ever um, dealt with the enemy, who knows of the enemy, that he's real, um, but you are more powerful than him, Lord, that all they have to do is give their heart to you, Lord, and you will um, fight their battles. You will win that battle for them every time, as long as they give their heart to you, Jesus, and they know you and they worship you. They just got to know you, Lord, and I just pray over everyone that they give their heart to you 100%. Every day when they wake up, when they go to sleep, the first thing they talk about is you, Lord. The first thing they come yeah. to you is, Lord, is you. Um, don't don't worry about anything going on at work, in your home life. Just go to go to the Lord, and the Lord will fight those battles for you every time. Give everything you can to Him. Amen. Amen. You got something you want to pray? 
again. <laughs> Lord, I just lift up this congregation. Father, I lift everyone up in this room. I just, we praise you. We thank you for the opportunity to get up here and to tell of what you've done, the breakthroughs, the restoration, the love, God, the way that you intended it, not the way the enemy had made it um, come about. And we just, we bind him up in the name of Jesus Christ and we just send him to the throne room for judgment. He has no authority over us by the blood of Jesus Christ. When Brandon was talking about um, being held down and, and feeling that paralyzing demon coming after him, all he had to say in his mind was Jesus, 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 and he was set free. And so your name is so beautiful and so powerful. And anyone takes it in vain, I'm like, Lord, bless your name, bless your name, because there's so much power in it. One drop of blood, one drop, that's all it takes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. you to end up leading the prayer over all of these evangelists that yes. this, this is this is a group of powerful evangelists oh, yeah. right here evangelizers yes. revivalists revivalists so if the congregation you know it, there you go when you make another bold statement and a bold step you can count on some backlash so I'd like everyone just to extend their hands towards everyone that's up here on this platform this morning and I would like Renee for you to lead them lead us in a prayer over these guys a prayer of protection boldness authority let's pray for speak new levels of authority over each one up here I just release the fire of God I release the fire of God upon him in the name of Jesus we break down any obstacle yes. in the name of Jesus. We set them free, Lord. I pray, God, the doors would open wide, Jesus, that people would contact them, that they would see that there is something that's missing. And, Lord, I just, my heart is full of compassion for the lost. God, yesterday I listened to a, that Bruce Jenner gave this the saddest story about what she's been going through and she's been going through. I, my heart was so full of compassion. I couldn't hardly sleep last night thinking about the lost. There's people that need Jesus so bad. And we just release the anointing of heaven, the anointing of God, Lord Jesus, that the disciples had, that even their shadows healed people. I thank you, God, that the prison doors will open in Jesus' name that, Lord, there would be a revival in the prisons, oh God. Lord, they would be full of the Holy Spirit, God. They would have visitations from heaven. Oh God, I thank you, Jesus. We break off any attack that would come on these families. We bless their children and their children's children for generations to come in the name of Jesus, that holy boldness. Lord, I thank you, God. They're gonna be preaching, they're gonna be teaching, they're gonna be baptizing. They're going to be, Lord, serving people, manna from heaven, in Jesus' name. We just thank you, Lord, for the anointing. We all need it. I just release anointing from heaven over this people, God, that we would be soul winners. Jesus is coming. He's coming very soon. And we're going to take people with us to heaven. I just thank you, God, that you would just baptize us with love for people 
Help us not to be critical. Help us not to be judgmental. But God, to be full of compassion in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. We bless everyone that's here today. And if you would want these people to pray for you, if you guys feel comfortable, we could just have you come to the front and people could be prayed for. I just thank you, Jesus, that your will be done. Your kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' Jesus name. name. And we're going to conclude with worship. So these guys are going to line the... If you guys will just go down there in a circle right around here. If you want to pray for them, if you want to be prayed for by them, they're going to be down here, and we're just going to worship for the last five or ten minutes there. We're going to just conclude with worship this morning. So... I thank you, I bless you in the name of Jesus as you go this week, that you would go, be the light of the world, and share some of the fire that you felt here this morning. Yeah.